Finding the right cleat can be transformative. Believe me, I've worn plenty during my career. So getting the right balance is crucial. The cleat needs to feel good on your foot, but also feel good connecting with the ball. The New Balance Furon 7 Plus is built with both of those points in mind, offering overall comfort and precise striking in the game's fastest moments. Because, as I learned the hard way, because I didn't possess much of it, speed matters in soccer. That's why the Furon 7 Plus is built for accuracy and precision at rapid pace and is engineered specifically for use on firm ground. Why is this the ideal cleat, I hear you ask? Well, not to get too scientific, but the Furon 7 Plus offers a lightweight yet supportive hypo-knit with mesh lining upper construction and is paired with offset lacing for a truer strike of the ball, which is a long way of me saying that your game will immediately get better when these are on your feet. Learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey everyone, and welcome into Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's episode, we are chatting all things Julie Ertz. It's official. She has announced, the club has announced that she will play with Angel City on a one-year deal there are some things in between there that we got to talk about. How she got here, what does it mean for club, what does it mean for Earths, uh, what does it mean for the national team, There's, what does it mean? That's the theme yeah. of today's episode. So uh, before we get into everything, a quick reminder and hello to everyone joining us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you also follow us as a podcast. Follow, like, and download so that you never miss an episode. Lisa. We're back at it. <laughs> uh, this is incredible news. Uh, we knew it was coming, right? We we knew from U.S. Women's National Team head coach Flacco Andonovsky and Julie Ertz herself that she was looking at clubs, looking at teams uh, that she could return to play with. Um, Flacco Andonovsky speaking just last week about how he thought it would come at the end of last week. It didn't. That that deadline has came and gone. But Monday. April 17th, we get the news that Julie Ertz is returning to the NWSL and going to play with Angel City, bulk up that midfield for Freya Coombe. There are so many positives here to talk about. Um, and of course, we had to just jump on live and, and chit chat about it right away. We were getting tweets about it. Hey, when are you guys going live? When are you talking about this? Give us like a 30 minute buffer, guys. And here we are. So thanks for joining us. <laughs> I love it, though. I love the energy. Uh, but we also need a moment to react to the news as well. We need to try to quickly content plan for that kind of stuff. I've got to write it out for you all, for people who like to absorb as much content as possible, whether it's in video or podcast or the written word. Uh, check it out on CBSSports.com. But uh, here we are. I just sort of feel like um, this is something that we've been 
tracking or trying to pay attention to for for some time probably is let's just stick with the recent timeline is is as recent as is last month when Julie Ertz was named to the United States women's roster for the international window in April for the para friendlies against Ireland that was the breakout headline around mm-hmm. that roster drop were there multiple players making their return to the national team from varying injury or extended absences? Yes, of course. But Julie Ertz and her name on that roster raised a lot of eyebrows, perked up a lot of ears. Um, there were a lot of questions uh, around mm-hmm. it. Uh, it was a near, nearly a two-year absence for, for Ertz and, and her playing time with the national team. And then when we maybe narrow that lens a little bit, to the NWSL specifically, it's definitely a two-year absence. It's yeah. uh, we're talking quite a long time from um, two different levels of uh, of play for for right. a player like this. So with uh, Julie Ertz, I mean, the last time we saw her in the NWSL was. 2021 and early in the season in 2021 before the Tokyo Olympics that took place that summer. Um, And then Julie Ertz was named to the Olympic roster for the United States, went to play in Tokyo and then did not return to play for the Chicago Red Stars, um, dealing with a bit of an injury at that point. And so that was the last time fans saw her in an NWSL jersey was early, early 2021. And then They didn't see her in a U.S. jersey um, after those Tokyo Olympics until just last week. So it was such a long gap, one in which her rights were traded and and taken in the expansion draft by Angel City from Chicago Red Stars. And then Earths became a free agent at the end of last season uh, before the 2023 season. Now she has a little bit of autonomy with her rights and what she's able to do as a a free agent and where she wanted to go. But she ultimately signs with Angel City, the team that chose her and drafted her in the expansion draft in 2022. No, well, that's correct, Lisa. Let's, well, let's 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 go through let's go through the timeline. Maybe that's what we could do for folks. Okay. Let's, yes. Yes. Let's let's try to let's let's try to paint the the bigger picture here. Not to like maybe you know kind of go ahead and elongate things and say like let's let's go let's throw it all the way back to when she was playing you know collegially uh, in 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 Santa Clara. You know, I'm not I'm not saying let's go all the way back <laughs> there. But in terms of her playing as a professional, she's you know. She's already got a couple couple ties there and strings mm-hmm. to, to to California, Completely and nice. you know when she was drafted, it was back in 2014. It was with Chicago Red Stars. She spent seven eight seasons there. That final season um, in 2021, mostly injured, did not really feature for the Chicago Red Stars except for about 25 to 30 minutes in in a in a week one match in that 2021 season. Um, suffered an MCL sprain. Uh, went went off the, the roster, wasn't making appearances, but made a comeback and a push for the Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, and then just didn't make another appearance for club after that. Uh, to rewind on the national team level, they the team ended up with a bronze medal in that finish. And there were a lot of question marks, I think, about Ertz and her form um, and her health in that window of time. In Tokyo. Um, so didn't see her in the buildup to that. And then we didn't really see her for club out of that competition. So this absence from league play goes back to, to 2021. Yeah. And 
something really interesting happened in in that offseason. The the league was preparing for not just one but two expansion drafts. So we had Los Angeles and San Diego coming into the league. And I think this is what you're you're alluding to initially when you're like, "Hey, like there was basically a move here that was made to acquire this player." Right. right. So so Chicago trying to navigate a double expansion draft um a, made a deal with Angel City for Ertz's player rights alongside Sarah Gordon as well. And in exchange, they got roster protection from that expansion draft. So now there's this very unique timeline that comes into play because we just witnessed an inaugural season from Angel City in 2022. And we didn't see Julie Ertz feature for the team because along with probably making her way back uh, from an MCL sprain. There were conversations between those two teams, but she announced with her husband, Zach Ertz, that she was expecting their first child. So she was away on maternity leave. And at this point, once this team concludes their 2022 season, in eighth place, out of the playoffs, in that official offseason, per the CBA, Julie Ertz was technically a free agent. So was one of those players that would probably be considered a really high target in that yeah. free agency market. But I think because of the lack of play there, there she, she wasn't one of these players who announced a team when that free agency window opened in November. So I think like for throwing it back for you and I covering this free agency period, I think when we were looking at the list, we also we also had a lot of question marks around yeah. someone like Ertz. You and I, we were saying like, "Hey, Dabinia is the 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 key target when we're looking at this list of pro players." Despite Julie Ertz having a name on that that list, and we just were unsure um, whether or not she was going to to return to play. I remember when we reacted to the United States Women's National Team roster. I loved your first reaction from that when we were do when we were talking about that, because you even mentioned you were like, we didn't know if we were going to see her play again. Mm -mm. Ever for club, for country. I, I really, I wasn't sure to be honest, if Julie Ertz would ever return. And uh, it had been pretty transparent from Black Wenanowski and his communication with Ertz over the last several months saying that he had been in communication with her and, and in those talks. And when she was ready, um, they, they were going to have those conversations a little bit more seriously. And so we saw that come to fruition when she was named to the April International Window roster. And then there being a bit of a caveat tied with her being named to this roster saying she needs to get minutes consistently um, if she wants a shot at making the World Cup roster later this summer. She needs to sign with the team. She needs to get game minutes. She needs to be training um, in competition because it, it was also reported that Ertz had been training with MLS Academy teams um, on the pitch, but that was not anything in, in game competition that could be observed by Vlako Andonofsky himself in order to make a decision if Ertz would be on the World Cup roster or not. So that's what he needed to see from her. And at that point, she had already started talks with different clubs in the NWSL and negotiations about where she could go and how she could impact and what kind of role she would have on different teams. And now we finally have this announcement that she's going to L.A. So let me ask you this, bud. So we we maybe were chatting a little bit about this more more off mic, whether it was like texting or um, 
you know, and emailing and our work and our work slacks and everything. But I, we didn't necessarily get an opportunity on the show to try to, you know, have decision watch, right? Like on, on attacking third, they're just the window of time just, just wasn't there for us. We had these two international friendlies that took place and we were previewing, recapping and reacting to those. And then out of those friendlies, it was, we all anticipated that Ertz was going to have an announcement for club. I mean, she came out of those mix zones saying like, Hey, I got to get back. I got a flight to catch. I got some calls to make. We're going to narrow some things down. And there, there wasn't room essentially uh, in the timeline for us to maybe kind of play around with that kind of stuff. So I want to ask you this now that it's official ain't earth to angel city. Was this always, was this destiny? Was this always the team in your opinion, that was going to land this player. Were there other clubs in your opinion that maybe could have had a pitch uh, to a player like this? That's a great question. I think initially when it was posed, Hey, she's looking at clubs in the NWSL. My initial reaction wasn't, Oh, she's going to angel city. Um, I I do think after a little bit of thought, right. It's a natural conclusion to come down to angel city, but I think other options include Chicago red stars. Um, in, in my mind, as a team that could potentially want to see her return to the pitch, as you mentioned, that's where she was drafted. It's where she spent seven, eight seasons in the NWSL and had an incredibly strong career in Chicago. She thinks of Chicago as home, uh, as part of one of her homes that she has. Um, but then you have to look at the personal side of things, especially for a player like Julia, who not only is married, um, but has a, a, a young family and a new young baby that she needs to be close with. Her husband needs needs to be close with. They need to be around family in order to kind of continue that growth as a family together. And that's a priority for a player like Ertz. And looking at the NFL, where Zach Ertz plays in Arizona. Okay, so that puts her a lot closer to a California side, a San Diego and Angel City. So process of elimination, right? I think Chicago and then the California teams were the first three that jumped out in my mind as teams that she would want to go to and teams that would be open to having her. Um, and then of course, like as you, you look down on it, right. And hindsight's 2020, but you wrote this up on cbssports.com as well. Um, the when you look at the roster makeups of San Diego versus angel city, there's a lot more wiggle room at angel city for them to fit earths into the midfield um, and not shake up too much of what they already have going for them. And they need a little bit of help. And you also got to look at the money side of things and a player like earths. She has already had a very prolific career. She's now at a point where she is joining a club team, her own choice to do this, to make a world cup roster. So what does she need to be successful on the pitch and off the pitch, coaching staff, teammates, training facilities, um, support systems, location to her husband, those all come into play. And because of all those things, Angel City is a perfect fit for Julie Ertz. Yeah, I hear you 100% on that. I, I think um, what were Chicago maybe long shots in, yeah. in that whole t- 11 to 12 club um pitch spree for Julie Ertz. Yeah, probably. They were probably not 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 even dark horses, just like incredible long shot. Just, right. just sort of like listening to all the, the recent things that this player was saying and, and maybe some things that she was looking for. I mean, in a media availability, specifically mentioning some Chicago Red Stars teammates, whether it was a Kalia Watt or Shayna Matthews, how they're navigating things as mothers as well. Um, 
and looking at the makeup of some of these other teams, I mean, we we talked about San Diego was probably one of those teams in that free agency period where we were pretty focused on in terms of how they were specifically targeting their midfield. And they utilized free agency to try to bulk that up. They landed a specific defensive midfielder in Danny Colaprico, they continue to sign um, others onto the roster for depth. I mean, we see Havana uh, Salon as well as is part of a part of this equation as well. Excuse me, uh, Maggie Doherty Howard. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just I I just was like, there might not be room here, even if that's a club. Lo- like logistically, geographically speaking, like maybe trying to stay closer to their home state of Arizona, um, that m- that might not be a fit in terms of the makeup of their roster, um, despite having maybe having some other things that are intriguing for a player making a return. Um, you know, good coaching and somebody like Casey Stoney, um, of a competitive environment, you would be going up against Alex Morgan and Jaden Shaw and Sophia Jacobson and Mira Ali, and, and it goes on and on and on, right? Um, wanting to have those kind of competitive environments, but in terms of the makeup and the shift that would be required to kind of embrace and welcome this player into the fold would really, I think, kind of cause a shakeup for a team. Yeah. I think it would be too much for San Diego. Like they would have to change too many things in order to incorporate an Ertz um, that maybe wouldn't benefit the system they're playing right now. Whereas Angel City on the other side, they could use a little help, specifically in their midfield. I think it's like (laughs) kind of best of both worlds. You know what? I've got one for you. But let's dive more into what that's going to mean for Angel City and their midfield specifically. But I think we should take a quick break first. So stick with us after a quick break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Julie Ertz, 
officially with Angel City. We're just talking about maybe some other teams that could have been in the mix for Ertz along this process, but going to nestle right in with Angel City, the team that previously had her player rights and then technically lost them to a free agency period, but that didn't matter because she obviously negotiated a deal with this team, a one-year contract officially in play for Earths and Angel City. So I want to go back to what you were alluding to a little bit, Lisa, <laughs> why Angel City is ultimately the perfect fit for Julie Ertz, a player who is looking for minutes, looking for games, and now we're looking at Angel City and that midfield specifically. Mm-hmm. Why does this work? a lot of reasons why Angel City and Juilliards are a good match. Um, Besides everything off the field that we have already talked about, I want to talk specifically about tactics and on the field and what Earths can bring. Um, You look at Angel City's midfield that Freya Coombe has assembled a couple different lineups already in week three action, but Savannah McCaskill, a namestay in that midfield. Danny Weatherholt, also a namestay. We saw Clarice uh, Clarice Lebeon also get minutes last weekend. Uh, Look at the history between Savannah McCaskill and Julie Ertz, former teammates at Chicago Red Stars. They've got a history of playing together in that midfield. Um, And I think that... There, there's a lot of different benefits that Ertz can bring to any team. Uh, we saw it even when she stepped on the pitch with the United States after missing for about a year and a half. The energy that she brings, the professionalism she brings to the training pitch, um, the way she commands the ball, uh, the way that she is just a bit of a destroyer defensively to break up plays, to stop tackles. Her aerial presence is also tremendous. Those are all things that Angel City can benefit from having Ertz on the pitch. Um, now, is she going to start and play 90 to, to go in this first week that they have her? I'm not sure about that. How does she work into this system? I think the the partnership between McCaskill and Ertz is already there. And to continue to build upon that is fantastic. Angel City doesn't have that much depth. They've, they're dealing with a lot of injuries as they have been last year, and it's already led into this year. So adding another player to the roster, a player with this much experience at the caliber that Ertz is, is only going to help this team. Imagine the professionalism that Ertz is going to bring just to the training for Angel City um, and the level that it's going to raise all of the players around her. Um, the the professionalism she's going to demand from her new teammates at Angel City is fantastic. I'm just uh, I'm just eager to see, you know, what what the muscle memory looks like. I think I've I've mentioned yeah. that before when it comes to to to, to Julie Ertz and, and and getting her way back into form. Um it's not that this is a player that I don't think is capable. I think she's very capable, has outstanding abilities. Um but I'm I'm really excited about witnessing the muscle memory and getting into these scenarios where she's playing with teammates that she has that familiarity with already. Um, when we're talking about dark horses or real or real long shots for, for teams who may or may not have had a pitch for this player, I think if you're looking at Angel City, I mean, she's already going to reunite with multiple players that she did spend time with in Chicago, whether that's a Kristen Press or a Savannah McCaskill or a Sarah Gordon or at this point a Katie Johnson, someone that they, the Angel City did go ahead and sign it out of free agency. 
how is that the, the makeup of that starting 11 going to look for this team moving forward? A team that is, is still kind of trying to navigate some, yeah. some injuries on their roster as well. I mean, this is a well, two-time World Cup winning champion who has also won World Cups with Kristen Press, has gone to an Olympics with Kristen Press, uh, won a World Cup alongside Sydney LaRue. Like this is this is a this is not some some unfamiliar um, you know, teammates or camaraderie here. I think that they have to, you know have concerns about um, gelling right in time yeah. to, to get that in. I think the, the main, the main target here is to, to ensure that there are games <laughs> to be had for this player and minutes that you could just sort of eat up um, because Julie Ertz is a player that is making this return and is also eyeing a potential spot to compete for a possible third World Cup. So maybe that's the, the next transition for us here. Yeah, I mean, b- before we transition to what it means inter- internationally, like I think it's also pretty safe to say that if and when we see Earths for Angel City, it's going to be in the defensive midfield position. Yeah. Um, it won't be anywhere else, right? Like that also comes oh, down yeah. to negotiations and the conversations she had with teams because yeah. she has the ability and the versatility to play a number of different positions, whether it's a center back role, the defensive mid, she can play even a little bit higher in the midfield. But those conversations had to have happened with her because that's where she needs experience playing if she wants to make that World Cup roster for the United States. It's in the six, the defensive midfield position. No, it's an important note that you made. I just want to sure. kind of like throw that out there. People in our because, chat are like, what about center back? Yeah, this guy. Uh, you know, I guess anything's possible. But I think for this specific window and the build up to a World Cup, we're absolutely going to see her in a defensive six. It's so funny that you even mentioned the goals. I mean, my gosh, she scored a lot of goals even in college like with Santa Clara. It's so funny to even like think about this. This is the type of player who has kind of slotted in in different positions uh, throughout her career, even going back to, to youth teams or collegially all the way now. Um, as she looks ahead to, to potentially cracking another World Cup roster. So let's pivot. Maybe what does it mean for the United States women's national team? Well, we saw her get reintegrated into national team camps for the April international windows against Ireland. A couple of victories for this U.S. women's national team uh, before they all departed back to club. And the roster is likely to likely to be named in June. Let's just go with, with history here. Um, but something that came out of these games were two back-to-back appearances for this player. Uh, that first game, about 20 minutes. That second match, a full 45. And even coming out of those games... Everyone was saying it, coach, player, pundits, etc. Juliers has got to get some some more minutes. But it was good to see, like again, we're talking about the soccer, maybe the soccer IQ of a player a little bit, just sort of knowing and understanding their assignment, watching this player come out on the pitch, and then also taking notice of the performances of the teammates around her. Everyone else kind of trying to lift their own profile a little bit on the pitch when this player comes into a game. So moving forward, as Juliet now has a club, and we both agree it's a club that is going to utilize her in the defensive six role moving forward. How, what does this mean and how, how does this translate to, to the national team here? Yeah, it's a massive question because that's really the point of all of this. I, I 
to get it out there, like why she's returning and why she's playing. Uh, she wants to make the World Cup roster. Julie Ertz wants to be on the flight to Australia come July. Um, she wants to be an impact player for this United States team. And I think Vlako Anonofsky also wants her to be on that roster a little bit with what she can bring on the pitch, off the pitch. She, I mean, off the pitch, she brings like this, the veteran leadership. She's been in World Cups, won World Cups. She's played in the Olympics. She struggled throughout the Olympics uh, with adversity, with drama that's happened, with injuries, with player rotation. She has been through a lot of it. And those off-field intangibles are something that are incredibly difficult to replicate. You can't replicate them. So a player that has that experience gives you a leg up and a benefit. Now, if she can contribute on the pitch, that's a double bonus for Vlako Anonofsky and for this United States team. Um, I think that what we saw from Julie Ertz with the U.S. during those April friendlies were positive things. Of course, moments of, of a little bit of rustiness that she had to shake off. Um, but I think we still saw the same bite that Ertz had the last time we saw her in 2021. She still had the same... Um, mind IQ of soccer ability to be able to do it. I think her fitness level is also one that's pretty impressive to see after she returns to the pitch. Just she gave birth in August and she's already back and doing all of this. There are so many different factors of it, but she's got to get game minutes up. She's got to get experience and she has to continue to be leveling up every time she plays with Angel City. And that's something that Vlako Anonofsky is going to be looking for. Can because right now it's it's Andy Sullivan in the defensive midfield position for the United States. Now it comes down to, will Julie Ertz compete with Sullivan? Will she beat out Sullivan? Um, And how will that look come June when we get a World Cup roster from the United States? Listen, you hate to even think it. We've been covering this team uh, for an extended period of time now. If we just sort of narrow that focus on even just the last year, we don't even have to go two years, 18 months we could even shorten that and go just back to the CONCACAF Women's Championship. Andy Sullivan has been the six yeah. for this team. Mm-hmm. And let's say between now and when this, even when the World Cup roster drops or when that uh, the, that July 9th send-off friendly against Wales happens, there's a number of games in, for club in between now and then right around a dozen or so leading up to that. I mean, my goodness, Challenge Cup kicks off this week. I know. For Angel City specifically. Julie Ertz gets more games. She gets regular minutes, starts building up, uh, you know, fitness. Maybe she gets closer and closer and closer. And by the time, let's just say she's at least 75 to 90 minutes fit and ready to go. If at that point she's nearly fit, <laughs> does is she your starter? It, no, you know what? Let's rephrase that. Is she Vlako Andonovsky's starter? Yeah. <laughs> I like the change in the question there. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that if she is 75% healthy, fit, ready to go, she is starting some games at the World Cup, right? I think we could see rotation, honestly, at that point, depending on the competition between a Sullivan and Ertz. Um, but yes, she's a starter for Black Wanovsky. Game, game one in the World Cup against Vietnam, uh, World Cup debutantes. I think if she's 75 minutes fit, 
90 minutes fit to go that Andonovsky gives her that first game. Yeah, I do too. I think that's that, that's the game where he's like, yes, let's keep this going, in fact, and let's continue to to build on this. Yeah, especially because, forward. I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but the first game in the World Cup is so important. It's yeah. so important. Um, but yes, I believe so as well. Yeah, you want to yeah. set yourself up for, for the group and yeah, and really kind of make a statement perhaps even. And uh, this team has been known to make some statements against other debutante teams before in the past. Um, so so we'll see. I've, I'm very curious about um, the club play for, for Earths move, moving forward. I think that ultimately in line with, with you know, um, proximity for resources for her family was probably the next most important mm-hmm. thing on this player's list. It's like, what are the resources that can be provided for my family? And where, when and where do I start and how yeah. soon is it? You know, like those are the things that, uh, right. that matter. So um, I'm, I'm very curious about what this will do. Maybe let's have some fun with, with what's next. I uh, mentioned about uh, Challenge Cup kicking off this week on Wednesday. <laughs> right after that is a, is a Sunday match, uh, the, the California Clash against San Diego Wave will take place on April 22nd on a Sunday at BMO in Los Angeles. So two games on the horizon here for Angel City, is Wednesday too soon to see this player? Do you wait to give her a regular season match um, against uh, against San Diego? Or do they break it up a little bit? What do you think? Uh, yes. So Challenge Cup starts Wednesday. Angel City will play against OL Reign. Um, I think that we see time from Ertz. Maybe not a start, but I think to close out the game, we see what she's got because um, – frankly, like Angel City, they, they've got to focus a little bit more on regular season play at this point. So this Challenge Cup game against OL Reign, you want to win. You want to pick up points. However, you can use it as a test for Earths and maybe try out that new formation or try out um, her in the midfield and how that looks against competition in preparation for your regular season game. That's just three days later on the weekend in a big rivalry California clash for Angel City. So, yeah, I think we see Julie Earths on Wednesday in the Challenge Cup action. Do you think so? I'm with you. I don't think you yeah. make this move. You make this return to not get minutes the second you signed with a club. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it'll be a start, but we'll definitely see an appearance. And uh, I can't and wait for it. She's already played with the U.S. too. Yeah. It's not like this is her first signing and it's like, okay, has she been training? What's happening? No, we saw her yeah. get, what, 30 minutes in one game, 45 minutes in a second game for Vlako Anonofsky against Ireland? Like, yeah, we're going to see her play. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we We've talked a lot about how it's a near two-year absence for the national team. That's different with NWSL. It is absolutely fully two years uh, since she's been able to play in a competitive NWSL match. And that is about to uh, you know, come to life sooner rather than later. And uh, we're here for it. Of course, we'll be here along the way providing Challenge Cup updates. And we're going to continue to cover the regular season. But that's it from us today and our reaction to the breaking news. Julie Ertz signing with Angel City FC. Thank you all so much for listening to Attacking Third and joining us. Download, follow, listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch us too. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. 
to get alerts for whenever we go live at youtube.com slash attacking third. And we'll be back with Challenge Cup coverage this week, so stay tuned. For Sandra Herrera and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.